Hi, my name is Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode as we continue to talk about the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. It has become the most important stone and previously we talked about what to do when you are rejected, like when Jesus was rejected or when he felt rejected, what he did and what he said. So we talk about what to do when you are rejected and the guide to when you are rejected or a foolproof to rejection. And we also talk about are you happy where you are and when you are rejected in your business, when you are rejected in your relationship, when you are rejected, when you are looking for a job, what to do in those situations. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode in season five, listen to this episode and you understand what we're talking about when we said the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone. It is the law's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. I told a story in one of those episodes about a gentleman who was at my high school. He was the most notorious guy on campus. He was what today we will call a tug. The guy was abnormal. He was notorious. He was above all. I mean, he respected no one. He listened to nothing. The guy was tough. So one day, something happened to him that nobody understood at that point. Now that I understand, I know that the stone that we're talking about fell upon him. Like the Bible said, when this stone falls on you, it will crush you completely. It will remove all your previous mindset, all the things that you have believed in, your education, your wealth. Everything that you have been pursuing will be crushed and you become a new person. So this guy, notorious as he was, crazy as he was on campus, a problem maker for the principals and the teachers. I mean, he just wasn't someone who listened to anything. And he was known for that. One day he showed up with a Bible in his hand. And from that day forward, this guy's demeanor, his approach to his previous life was completely turned around. He was changed. He has been crushed somehow the stone the builders rejected fell upon him and crushed him and completely changed him and he became a brand new person. He wouldn't do anything contrary to the laws of that campus, to the policies and regulations. He became an advocate of righteous living. He became an advocate wherever he went. All he wanted to talk about was the stone that the builders rejected, that has crushed him, that has reformed him, that has changed him to the person that he has become. And I know a lot of people who never believed, who never even want to talk about this stone the builders rejected. And you probably know a lot of people in your life as well who Nobody imagined that that will happen to them, but somehow 
they found this stone or the stone fell upon them and crushed them. The Bible says, when you stumble upon this stone, it will break you. But when the stone falls on you, it will crush you to pieces. It will eliminate, it will wash out everything that you seek, everything that you believe in, everything that you have been trained to do all your life will become meaningless when this stone falls upon you. So we are talking about when this stone falls upon you, it will crush you, meaning it will change your desires and it will make you think and pursue what matters in life. Not the things in your five senses, the corporate ladder, you become the vice president, you want to become the CEO of this large corporation or whatever corporation, you want to make a lot of money as much as you can and you should, you should pursue those things. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you should pursue, if you work in the corporate world, you should pursue the ladder, you want to move up, you should do that. You want to make more money, you should do that. That's not what I'm talking about and there's nothing, I just want to make that clear. Hopefully, when you make more money, you can help people. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong starting a business and making your business successful so that you can hire and employ thousands of people. There is absolutely nothing wrong with it. But when this tone comes upon you, your, your, your direction in life, you, though you'll be doing the things that you are doing, but your desire will be based on the ultimate outcome. What really matters in life is what you'll be focusing on. So I talk about this guy who was at my high school back then, how he used to be anti everything right. And when the stone the builders rejected fell upon him, his priorities changed. He began to focus on what really matters in life. First of all, when the stone fell upon him, his grace went up. He changed his behavior. He never skipped class anymore. And wherever he went, he talked about the stone that the builders rejected. He always talked about the stone the builders rejected. He can be talking about something, but he always come down and conclude that with the stone the builders rejected. So let's look in the book of life, the Bible, and see one person that we all are familiar with, even if you never read the Bible, you Perhaps you've heard about this guy that I'm about to talk about. He was the anti-people of the way. Meaning the people of the way back then was Christians. His name is Saul. Saul was the guy who ran up the people of the way. They used to call them the people of the way back then. And kill them. Put them in jail destroy them because they were following this principle set forth by Jesus Christ. So in Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 9 verse 1, he talks about Paul 
or who was still breathing threat and murder against the disciples of the Lord went to the high priest and asked, let us to go to the synagogue of Damascus so that if he found any belonging, anyone belonging to the people of the way or the Christian today we call it, but back then again, they used to be called the people of the way. If he found men and women, he might bring them bound in chains to Jerusalem and face the law. As he approached Damascus and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him. So here Paul, or Saul he was called at that time, was on his way to Damascus to round up the people of the way, those men and women who are following or have become the people of the way. And as he went on his way, a light shone around him, or a light shines on him. And falling on the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, the voice was so loud that the people that he was traveling with heard it as well. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But arise and enter the city and you will be told, what you are to do. Then the men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice but seeing no one. Saul rose from the ground, and although his eyes were open, he saw nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. And for three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank so as we know, he went straight into three days and three nights of fasting and prayer. Now there was a disciple of Damascus, one of the people of the way at Damascus named Ananias. And the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, rise and go to the street called Straight. And at the house of Judas, Look for a man of Tarsus, and behold, he is praying, and he has seen a vision of a man named Ananias come in and lay his hand upon him so that he may regain his sight, so that he will open his understanding, so that he can see beyond the physical, Go and lay your hands on him so that he will regain his sight so that he can see beyond the normal, so that he can see spiritually, so that he can see the things beyond what his physical eyes cannot see. But Ananias said, Lord, you know, this guy is crazy, right? I have heard from many about this man how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, go for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name, and so far he did.
So Ananias departed and entered the house, and laying his hands upon him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you came, has sent me to come, so that you may regain your sight and be filled, listen to that, with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scale fell from his eyes and he regained his sight and then he rose and was baptized and taking food he was strengthened and immediately this is the guy who was his ambition was to run up the people of the way and put them in jail he was witnessing the matter of stephen and encouraging it why because these people are enemy of jerusalem the enemy of Jews. They, they believe in something as that is threatening Judaism. That's his belief. So he encouraged the matter of the people of the way. He goes around rounding people up and putting them in jail. This guy was so powerful that if he hears you talking about this way, he will put you in jail. He will take you in. For some day he was with the disciples at Damascus and immediately he proclaimed Jesus in the synagogue saying that he is the son of God. And all who heard him were amazed and said, it is not this man who made havoc in Jerusalem of those who call upon his name. And has he not come here for this specific purpose to bring them bound before the chief priest? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. When this stone that the builders rejected in Luke chapter 20 verse 17 and following, we talk about in the other episode, we talk about how the stone, he talked about the parable where the Lord planted a vineyard and went to a far country and he gave the vineyard to husbandmen or the workers, the managers to manage it. And when it was due for a season, he sent his servant to go and collect and they threw them out. And then he sent his son and they killed him as well. And he said to them, what is it written? The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. So when you look at it in Luke 17, but Jesus looked directly at them and said, Then what is the meaning of that which is written? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. When you fall on this stone, when you stumble on it, that's the first part. Somehow when you come across this stone and you stumble upon this truth, it will break you. But this is where we are focusing on the second part of it. This is exactly what happened to that guy at my high school and many other people that I know. And the same thing happened to Paul. The stone fell upon him. So he went on to say that in verse 18, everyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. 
but on whom it falls, the stone falls, will crush this person. When this stone falls upon you, it will completely crush you. And when it dies, all the things in the world that you have been pursuing, fame, riches, titles, business. And again, I'm not saying that when you're pursuing those things, it is wrong. You must pursue. You must go after your dream, your five senses dream. But when the stone that the builders rejected falls on you, it will crush you. It will change your perspective. When you then understand who you are, because when this stone falls on you, you understand who you are. You become empowered and you now, the only thing you want to talk about is this experience, this power that you have received. Therefore, wherever you go, you begin to talk about this stone that the builders rejected. Regardless of what happens in your five senses, when they tell you you are not qualified, when they tell you you cannot do it, when they tell you something opposite what you believe, you always know who you are because the stone the builders rejected has crushed you and has revealed to you who you are. That will become your desire. Nothing can change that when this stone falls upon you. And when you stumble upon it, then you begin to research it more. I like the second part. When it falls on you, it's instantaneous. I have seen people, one day they live another life. The stone falls upon him or upon them. The next day you see them, they live a complete different life. So have you found it? Have you stumbled upon this stone? Has this stone fallen upon you yet? Have you found him? We all seek something. Have you stumbled upon this stone? You cannot do much about the second part because the second part will come from the Lord himself. When he comes upon you, it will completely change everything that you believe. It will crush you completely. Have you found that which you seek? You might think you are seeking fame. You are seeking money. You are seeking business opportunities. You are seeking employment. But behind all that, we all seek this ultimate thing. That joy, that peace. Have you found him? Have you stumbled upon this stone yet? Or has this stone fallen upon you? So you can begin at least right now to research this stone. And when you stumble upon it, how? When you stumble upon the revelation of this stone, what this stone is, when you find the revelation behind everything that you have been doing, it will break you. And in his time, when it falls on you, it will completely crush you you will be crushed. You will then declare all the things that you possess, all the things that you have achieved in your great life that you have today are all meaningless. Are all meaningless. That's why the rich young man came to Jesus and he said, I have done all the stuff that the Bible says we should do in the Mosaic law. 
And he said, go and sell your belongings and come and follow me. And the Bible says he went out sad because he hasn't really fallen, stumbled upon this stone. Or he was seeking it. He, he was seeking it, but he didn't get a revelation. The stone hasn't fallen upon him yet either. So he went away sad. When this stone falls upon you, just like it did for the dude in my high school. Just like it did for Paul. Or Saul at that time they called him. His name was changed to Paul later. It will completely crush you. And you become a brand new person. And everything you do will be centered around this stone. This stone is Jesus Christ. Have you found him yet? Have you researched and stumbled upon him? When that happens... The stone that the builders rejected becomes the chief cornerstone in your life. It becomes the most important thing in your life. It becomes that one thing that regardless of what is going on in your life, regardless of what has happened to you in the physical, this becomes the most important thing in your life. It becomes the chief cornerstone in your life. So when you are rejected looking for work, when you are rejected applying for business contract, when you are rejected in relationship, when you are rejected passed over for promotions, everything that the world system does will not matter to you anymore because now you understand who you are. When this stone has fallen on you, then you are crushed and you behave differently when they say no you believe it is yes when they say you are sick you say i'm healed when they say you are poor you say i'm rich that is what the bible has said we how we should live our life when this tone falls upon you things that they told paul he couldn't do he did it because he understood who he was when this tone fell upon him it is my prayer today that you stumble upon this stone. That you find this stone. And it is my prayer that this stone will fall on you and crush you completely. It will remove everything that you have believed all your life. That at the end of the day doesn't really matter. When you wanted to become a manager in your corporation. It was great aspiration. You did it. And then you move out to a director level. Then you became a vice president. And eventually, some of you became the CEO of that company. And you realize, while these achievements are great and powerful, at the end of the day, that is not the ultimate end. You realize that you're still, you're still searching for something. I know people who have had education to the highest to the end of the world. I mean, there's not much you can go based on where they have reached. And still, they lack that ultimate end. They're still seeking that fulfillment. They're still seeking that joy. They've attained it. They've gone to the top. But they are still lacking. Lacking this peace. They haven't stumbled upon this stone. The stone hasn't fallen upon them. And because of that, they are still striving to achieve something. Something that at the end of the day is unnecessary. It's not really important. So if it hasn't crashed you, if you haven't stumbled upon it, begin to research it.
and you find that this is how we're supposed to live our life. And I pray that you have stumbled upon this stone and that one day this stone will fall upon you and crush you completely in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, my name is Dr. Free, and thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Stone the Boulders Rejected. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead, subscribe right now, and tell your friends and family to subscribe today. 